Hi all, today I want to make the case about just creating and doing and testing random shit. Um, and more specifically, I'm going to talk about my life experience of how my lifestyle blog that I created 10 years ago really helped in the early days of my career. So I've said it before and I'm going to say it again, you should really forget about the content of your blog. And that might be a slight exaggeration, but ultimately what I mean by that is don't overthink it. Don't overthink the content, don't overthink the audience, don't overthink why you should talk about a specific topic or write about a specific topic above anyone else. Ultimately, it's the skills that you are going to acquire doing this new thing that matters to the mo that matters the most and is going to be the most useful to you. So the reason why I started this lifestyle blog, I started when I was at university, I was mostly studying politics and international relations. And two things were very clear right from the outset. A, the world was changing, and it was changing fast. And B, technology was increasingly playing a central role in our lives. So for starters, and specifically, obviously, in the political context in which I was immersed, politics seemed to be more about messaging and communication than about charismatic leaders. Diplomatic relations were increasingly public and social. Politicians were vocal and present on a plethora of media platforms, but few were actually in control of their online presence. And citizens were being engaged like never before, wanted to be engaged like never before, yet the voter turnout had never been so low. Now things might be a little bit different today, but when I was at uni, technology and the way it was changing our lives, the way we were thinking, acting, interacting, learning, was barely mentioned throughout my seven years. So I studied at Kent University, I studied at Sciences Po Paris, I did the College of Europe in Euros, in the College of Europe in Europe, um, specifically in Bruges. Um, these digital changes, these new technologies and the emerging social media platforms were barely mentioned, let alone addressed and studied. So like most curious and unsatisfied people, I decided to start Googling and I spent a lot of time Googling a lot of stuff. I spent endless hours online searching for things like search engine optimization, building an online presence, return on investment. And yet I wasn't completely satisfied. And back in those days, this was what, maybe six, seven years ago, there wasn't a lot out there, or there wasn't as much as there was out there as there is today. And so I decided that the only way I really was going to truly understand the shift that was happening was to create my own website and ultimately in creating my own website, launching my own brand. Again, the content really didn't matter to me too much. So I took a topic that was fairly, that had a very low barrier to entry and that was very widespread. And that was sort of lifestyle, fashion, food, etc. Um, I was far keener to learn and understand what all the fuss was about in the online digital space. Um, you know, and as we often say the best way to learn was just to do it. So I created what was then called the, the fashioncloud.com and over the last, what was it, must have been over the space of five to seven years, I'd redesigned it six times. I taught myself the basic of HTML coding. I'd used three different platforms and, and I was learning about those platforms and about their ecosystem and about their audiences and that was Tumblr, WordPress and now Squarespace. Um, I'd gained the basic knowledge of CSS as well. Um, and as new social media platforms were coming along, I was learning about that, whether that was, you know, at the time, Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube, etc. So because I was able to jump on the bandwagon really quickly, I was able to learn a lot and I was able to be amongst some of the first out there and so had a lot of, I guess a lot of um, 
presence, but also a lot of doors opening for me. Um, people were quick to jump to conclusions. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people were asking me why I was studying politics and international relations, if clearly what I was interested in was writing and talking about fashion, food, etc. But what they didn't know was all of the skills that I was teaching myself and all of the effort and time that I was putting into this that was happening behind the scenes. And so what ultimately happened was all of the jobs that I got later on in life, the only question that the people interviewing me wanted to talk about, the only thing that they wanted to dive into is how I taught myself all of these new skills, how I went about branding myself online, what did it take and why I chose a specific platform to create a blog. So here are some of the things that I learned along the way. The first one was to think outside of the box. Sometimes you just need to think differently to find a solution to a problem that you're currently faced with. The answers to my questions at the time, nearly 10 years ago, hadn't been published yet in books. They weren't really talked about in lecture theatres or at conferences. And people like me, and far more intelligent than me, were thinking about these exact topics. And they were actually flocking online to start putting out their answers. But I think similar to me, they weren't yet publishing their answers. They were still testing and trying things out. And then we started sharing our thoughts online. However, the only way for me to get the answers that I was looking for was to build a website, create an online identity, create a brand, start building out a community, figuring out what it took to build and grow a, lo a loyal community and audience and then sit back and learn for it and hopefully share. The other thing that was fascinating to me was the, the capability and the realization that everything that I was learning in this specific vertical, which was ultimately blogging, I was able to take and apply these skills elsewhere. So more often than not, the skills that you learn in one vertical or in one space of your life can absolutely be applied elsewhere and can be used in other parts of your life. Let's call this the skills spillover effect. Spilling over from my lifestyle and then what became a food and travel blog or website, I was asked, for example, to reflect the views of young digital entrepreneurs about the future of Europe um, in 2011 and again in 2012. I went to these big conferences that were called the State of the European Union. I was later invited by Google to talk about trending online and brand creation. All of this because of the blog and what I was able to do around the blog on the website. So the same skill set has allowed me to get where I am today and has allowed me to understand the customers and the journeys that they are going on figuring out the digital space. The third thing that I allowed that I figured out was the power of being able to brand yourself in today's world. A blog, a website, any type of active online presence can be your best ally, but also your worst nightmare. But wouldn't you have the wouldn't you rather have the control about what you're putting out there and the content that you're putting out there and the messaging that you're putting about yourself? So it all depends and all lies on what you're willing to do. And the idea is really is to own that content, own that space and be the best advocate for yourself and position yourself. There's so many incredible creative people out there who are keeping it to themselves and or not publishing or putting the stuff out there because they're just worried to start doing it. When I started, no one gave a crap about what I had to say. No one knew who I was and no one decided um, that I was the person to listen to. It happens organically if you're really passionate about, about what you're putting out there and you're really putting in the time and the effort. People really do see that. And then the final thing that was really an eye opener to me was just this idea of don't being able, or just don't being afraid, sorry, to ask. The, the World Wide Web really is a wonderful place. If you simply ask for help, for support, for an introduction, um, for a tap on the shoulder, people 
love to educate others on topics and subjects that they're passionate about. They really are. Um, I have been pleasantly surprised time and time again about how quickly people were, off, were able to offer their help to me. Um, and I've quite frankly lost track of the number of people who have helped me over the years. But what I can say is um, during my 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 time at the College of Europe in Bruges, um, we were doing a diplomacy class and the, the last I guess the last class ended at the sort of the radio era and I was a bit stumped because I thought, you know, obviously after the radio comes the TV and then comes the internet and then comes social media and basically I just took to Twitter to see who was out there who would be willing to fill those classes that were missing and the flurry of people who came to support and who were willing to come to our university to help us fill in the gaps were pretty phenomenal. So finally, if you're thinking about it, don't overthink it, just do it. Um, it's when you start getting into the weeds of a product or a brand or a content that you're developing that you're going to start learning more about what you should be putting out there, more about what works for you, more about what people want to hear about. But ultimately, it's where it starts getting exciting. It's where you're going to start learning new skill sets that you can apply in the current job that you have or apply in future jobs. Because trust me, so few people are actually just going out and doing the thing that this is the thing that's going to help you stand out um, in your future career.